Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to episode 145 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. Hope you're doing well. This is the second pod of 2022 and we thought we might be touching on our clash against Peterborough at Dean Court. Under the lights, our first EFL match of the season, only for Cherries to announce that there's been a COVID outbreak within the camp. One or more players has contracted COVID-19, which meant that the game was postponed and will be replayed later in the year. That then meant that our first competitive match of 2022 was to be in the FA Cup against Yeovil. Thankfully, there was no cup set thanks to Emmy Marcondez's magic. It was a hat trick at Hewish Park as the Cherries ended up overturning the Glovers 3 1, booking a place in round four where we've drawn Boreham Wood at home. It's been selected as a TV game on ITV4, so it's on Sunday night. At 6.30 in the first weekend of February, 6.30pm Sunday night kickoff. I think I've seen it all. If you want to see it all in terms of the reaction of that 3-1 win in the FA Cup against Yeovil, then head to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash AFCB podcast, where myself and Tom Jordan are in the arrow after the game, giving our instant reaction, plus the match day vlog takes you through everything you need to see about visiting grounds like that absolutely superb really enjoyed it before today's show we're sadly saying goodbye to 
a Cherry's Hero. And on the YouTube channel, we wanted to provide an impromptu reaction. If you haven't seen it already, I need to point you towards a video where we say goodbye, as we do to all our Cherry stars, and say thank you to a hero, Steve Cook, a club legend. He signed for us from Brighton on a permanent. It was over 10 years ago now. Ever since then, he provided us with a wealth of fantastic memories that will never be forgotten. And in the video that myself and Morgan do, we go over 10 of the memories that instantly come to mind when thinking of Cookie. He's gone to Nottingham Forest on a two and a half year deal where we wish him all the very best. Also on the YouTube channel, we give the lowdown on two transfer incomings as well. Firstly, Cherries have agreed a deal with Manchester United to take Ethan Laird on loan for the remainder of the season after he was at the Swans for the first part of the 21-22 campaign. But also, we closed in and then confirmed a £1 million deal for Fleetwood Town's highly rated centre-back James Hill, beating a number of Premier League teams for the signature of the teenager as well. The reaction for that can be seen on our YouTube channel. So... We've got our first fixture coming up next week against Luton Town. And whilst we have a pod dedicated to that, this one is all about rating the players for the first part of this season. Because AFC Bournemouth now are more than halfway through the season. And it's time to do our analysis on the Boscombe players who impressed, but also those that digressed in our regular player gradings tier list. Myself and Tom Jordan... We were at the pair at Parley, where we placed all players who have had a significant amount of minutes on the pitch into one of six categories. Myself and Tom will talk you through it. Hope you enjoy this. If you want to watch the video of it, you know where to go. But for now, enjoy. Hello, Tom. How you Hello. doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. We're at the Pear at Parley, and here we are in the beautiful garden here. It's absolutely huge, isn't it, mate? Oh, it's lovely, mate. It's one of my, obviously, relatively local to me, and it's one of my, my favourite pubs for when the sun's out. Mm. I think they're really nice out here. And, uh, yeah, they've got some nice little huts and that over there now. Mm. Yeah, they can do a lot here. So, uh, I've been to a Halloween ball here as hey. well. Yeah, they do all sorts here, mate. So, yeah, I do like it. One of my favourite pubs. So, we're here two days before AFC Bournemouth's league campaign reconstruction continues for 2022 of course the Peterborough match was was postponed but we've got Luton Town away on Saturday so we thought we'd use this opportunity to do a tier list of the season so far we're just over halfway through we've played 25 games but we've not had a bad start to the season have we we're top of the league and there have been many players that have done so so well some maybe not so well and myself and Tom we're going to go through a tier list and Tom we we've got list. we've got a few categories uh, we've got six as you can see on screen and Tom what's the top one the absolute don, which I know everyone's thinking, oh, we know what's going to happen there. Well, I might surprise you. Who knows? Um, yeah, the absolute don at the top. So we might get a couple in there. I haven't thought about it too much. I'm just going to see what my gut says. Then we've got Baller, which yeah. obviously another player that's doing really well. Maybe not quite top-notch, but yeah. been really impressive. Solid shift. Probably what we expected of them. And, you know, going about things nicely, doing their job. And then we've got room for improvement. Mm. So this might be someone that maybe has kind of higher expectations with a fan base. Maybe not yeah. quite hit them yet, but yeah. not, you know, not doing bad. 
come on, really. Is yeah. I'm hoping there won't be too many there, yeah. but ones that maybe disappoint a little bit. And then hard to judge, because obviously there's going to be players that have made appearances, but maybe not enough to be fair to give them an honest um, kind of opinion on it. So if you look at the league table, we've played 25. So that means, Tom, we got 21 games to go. We got, we got 21, 21 games, games to go. Bang if you want to let me know what they do. Is it? So solid. So, so solid, solid crew. Yeah, they're great there. And what we're going to do, because we're counting down, we've got 21 games to go, we're going to do it the opposite of what we did it uh, last time round. We're going to go reverse alphabetical order. So we're going to start with Z. And there's only one Z that I know, mate. And that's Zeno Ibsen Rossi. Someone that not many people at the start of the season had actually heard of him. Yeah, I know. I, I vaguely remember he was, oh, he's a player. I didn't know he was still here kind of thing. And he was out of Kilmarnock when he did okay. But yeah, he kind of come out of nowhere. Scott Parker obviously decided to give him an opportunity. Mm. And um, wow, I mean, you look, if we were to end up achieving our goals, we'll look back to the start of the season where we were down to the bare bones, so to speak. And Zeno Ibsen Rossi never put a foot wrong. Yeah. I would say if you're going to be really harsh, maybe the game when he come on against Coventry, he was a bit shaky. But apart from that, I think he's been pretty good. And... I was uh, chatting with my old man the other day about it when he um, played against Yeovil. Mm. He said he was. Bre- you wouldn't know he's like a young player. He, mm. he wins as He does everything really well. It's just it's whether we're we're looking at him and thinking, does he need another season out somewhere playing every week, mm. just develop that a little bit further, or is he ready? I, I mean, I really like him. Mate. I really do like him. As you can see, the stats at your uh, on the bottom of your screen say two percent goal participation, and that goal mm. was the Birmingham one, wasn't it? That yeah. was setting up Jay Anthony. So he actually went across and chatted to Junior Stanislas, and he fired it over to the back post, and then Jay Anthony was there. He's made four appearances in the league, but in terms of the tier list, mate, where are you gonna put yeah. Young Zeno? He, it's, it's weird, one, isn't it? Because he hasn't played many games, but then he's played more than we thought mm. because you know we didn't really know. So I think he deserves to go in solid shift. Yeah. I think um, he could even be, you know, hard if he kept up that form, but we we, we we don't know. That's um, one of the things we'll never know. But when he played, every game he started in the league, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he really put a shift in. So I'm pleased with him and I'm quite intrigued. See, I'll also say I watched him in the under-23s and he looked like a player that was too good. Yeah. And um, that's that's a big, that's testament to him. So, yeah, like him and I'm really intrigued to see where his future goes. Yeah, I agree with that. Put him in sh- solid shift. Now, next we got Ryan Christie and you can see that he's got 18% goal participation. So we're talking assists or scoring and look, he took a long time to score, didn't he? And he had so many chances but fluffed his lines but thankfully he got on the score sheet and hopefully he'll take that form into 2022 yeah I think if he if he had racked up some more goals you know and scored some of them chances that he probably should have or just nicked a few more then he's going right at the top because I think he's been so influential on so many games um, like you say maybe maybe goals contributes to things like that could be a little bit higher and he'll probably be looking to do that for the remainder of the season but in terms of how he's impacted us, and obviously we know what happened with Brooksy, and, and we really needed him on that right side. And I think Christie, I look at him, I think he's Premier League quality, mm. actually, and his off-the-ball work is, is tremendous as well. He's been in the starting level 95% of the yeah. time, so which, which tells its own story. But also, there's two positions where he's been played. It's fair mm. to say, in my opinion, on the right-hand sides, where he sort of bears his fruit much better in that sort of central position, not as keen. Yeah, he's, he's, that's very similar to Brooksy as well, that they play off the right, and then we've given them opportunities in that kind of 10 role. Yeah. And I just think they're too influential. And the way we play, sometimes it, they go missing a little bit in that role. And you yeah. kind of don't get the best out of them because they're doing all the hard graft. You think, I want them running at a fullback and coming inside and yeah. making it difficult. And 
yeah, but he, he is an option there, and he, he can still put a shift in there. But I like him off that right, and um, yeah, it's a shame really that Smithy hadn't been fixed. I think them two could have had a nice little combination there. But yeah, I really like Christian. I'm delighted we could do this now that he's got a goal under his belt. Yeah, um, because otherwise that might have made it difficult to put him as high. Mm. Go on. So where are you putting him? Baller. Baller. Yes. Through that, let's Baller. put him in. Baller. Ryan Christie is in there. Right then, Robbie Brady. When he first played for us, he was playing out of position. He's made three appearances in the championship. And oh, I don't know, is he a player that you can gauge at this stage or not seen enough? I don't know. He has had a few appearances. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. I'm pretty sure, off the top of my head, the left-back one um, was the only one he started, wasn't it? Mm. And then he's come on in games. He's not a left-back, but he's done that job before. He filled in that game. Sadly for him, it wasn't a, a great game. But Which one was that? Was, that, was it Blackburn? Blackburn, yeah, I, I want to say yeah. Blackburn as well. We lost it, I know that. Yeah, difficult game for him to come into at left-back. And I think you've got to realise as well, we signed him when he wasn't at a club, so fitness level stuff like that when you haven't had a proper pre-season must be hard um, you saw that even against Yeovil he didn't feel like he could probably yeah. start him um, I actually thought speaking to some Yeovil fans as well I know Sheridan that we had on said that um, she was really impressed when he come on like mm. he just looks looks quite clever when he came off that right and I wonder if that might be a position in games where you know whether we move Christie in or Christie comes off in certain games he can kind of manoeuvre it onto the left I remember the was it the Middlesbrough game yeah, he came we had, on yeah that run mm. that it, it like nearly set us up yeah. Scoring towards the end. Jamal Lowe, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he just looked like he's, oh, actually, he could maybe impact a game. Mm. So interesting, but I don't, so yeah, I don't think it's fair just yet. So I'm going to go hard to judge. Hard to judge. Hard to judge. Um, we, <laughs> that nearly the, went flying. On the blooper reel. Um, <laughs> I'm not letting you edit that out either. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think he's one that he could, by the end of the season, he could be room for improvement, but he could easily be solid shift as well. So I think that's one that we'll have to come back to. But yeah, not quite fair yet. He's only started the one game. Right, hard to judge. Right, someone who's probably not hard to judge, I think, is Philip Billing. And if ever there was a player that has changed his fortunes in the space of a few seasons, Philip Billing is that man. If you listen to any of our podcasts, watch any free-for-alls during lockdown, looked on the forums, looked on Twitter, looked on Facebook, he was he was almost public enemy number one, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah and I feel... But like, he's changed that. Yeah, oh, no, he has. And I think, we'll always go back to him, I think Jonathan Woodgate deserves some big credit. because he, does, yeah. he used him in a... You know, Eddie and Jason played him deeper than I, than I felt was necessary. Uh, maybe because of his stature, I think. Mm. I remember we were speaking to Mark, actually. Is, is well, they that, thought he could add a bit of height at the back, yeah. maybe, or something. And I think that Woody just kind of put him in a bit more of a free role, didn't he? Which really suited him, and we've gone on from that. And I think a, a big thing as well, Scott Parker's come in with a clean slate, and he he always wants to play him. You can see that every time. Barely ever comes off. Mm. He always starts him, and especially at the start of the season when we're on a good run, his goal contributions, you know, goals mm. were, were... He's probably the next one to... You have Dom's not scoring, you're relying on Billy. Yeah. And... Um, Oh, mate, the way he's changed his fortune now, he's a real crucial player to us. I think he's probably dampened it a little bit of late. I don't think, since he had a little knock, he hasn't quite been on it the last few. Mm. And obviously with, with Emmy doing what he did against Yeovil, he's probably got a little bit of a, um, right, be there careful. Was, there was one game recently where out of the blue he didn't start and I would have never had that feeling mm. previously, but I was really concerned. Yeah, that says a lot, doesn't it? Because yeah. I think, like you say, previously we wouldn't have been as... It was like as, a knee injury or something. Yeah, we wouldn't have been as, as non-plus, like you say, but... Yeah, no, I do like Billy, and I think what I think because of the way he kind of roams around sometimes, mm. you often look at him and think, oh, is he putting a shift in? But actually, if you actually look at all the horrible little stats and that, he nicks the ball back a yeah, lot of his does, long yeah. legs, and he really glides for a pitch, and I think he's someone that other teams look at and think, yeah. he's, he's, we've got to stop him. So um, I really like Billy, and I think I'm going to go baller. Baller, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's put him in baller. And look, as you saw at the bottom of the screen as well, he's been in the starting 11 88% of the time. And 
He's played 87% of minutes, which tells its own story, and been involved in just less than 30% of all goals as well. He picks up a number of yellow cards, though. He's on eight. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> like I say, sometimes he just eclipses people, and when they're trying to break away, I wonder if it's, it's one of them things he's trying to stop that kind of transition, and sometimes they're clever little fouls, niggly little fouls. And I think he has, has he had a suspension, or has he, I think he's just, has he just missed it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but he was, he was, cl- he was close, definitely. Or oh, he might have missed one, I can't remember. But yeah, he does pick up the odd yellow, but. I like what Billy offers us, and not be funny if he keeps adding goals and that he could be very close to absolute dom because I think there will be a certain people that would say he's in the top top kind of three mm. um, for the season. So yeah, please. Remember. Right, there are a few players that we may zip through. This could be one of them. Orion Nyland, our goalie that's only played one game, but 100% record, mate. Clean sheet. Can't see further than that. Was that Holloway? Yeah, Holloway. He just randomly come in, did he? Travers was out and uh, coming in goal. He wasn't overly tested, but no. he was fine in that game. I was. He's the I've... cup goalkeeper, isn't he? Well. I mean, I hope not, because, I mean, sadly, I was... <laughs> oh, yeah, Norwich. Yeah, sadly, I was at Norwich, and I felt for him a little bit. They weren't all his fault. He wasn't brilliant, but it was one of them games. Um, but then well, I... one was his fault, wasn't it? And also... Yeah, Yeovil. Uh, yeah. At Yeovil, I thought, but that's a game where you catch... T- and obviously, the goal was his fault. He looks like a goalkeeper that has always just been a goalkeeper, and now he's been turned... He's been told to play told out from, to the, play back, out from yeah. the back. And it's like, can't teach an old dog new tricks kind of feel mm. to it. He doesn't look comfortable doing it, obviously saw with a goal. And there were balls in the box. I think there was one at the end where Brennan Camp stopped it. He's coming out. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't look commanded. And the thing is, when I think we're going off the expectation. Well, when he was brought in, mm. obviously Travers' form has, has changed that as well. Credit to Travers. But when he was brought in, I thought he's going to compete for number one. Mm. He is so far off number one, it's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And I don't expect him to be here. I mean... He might make the summer. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised if he goes in the next few weeks, to be honest, if we could get someone. Put it this way, if you said Travers out, would you be bothered if it was Dennis or Nolan? Mm. Probably not. So, yeah, for, it is hard to judge, but equally, I think because he was coming in mm. and told to compete for number one, yeah. then it's got to be, come on, really. Come on. Really? Got to be. Yeah. we probably not have exp- And we'd, we'd probably expect a little bit more quality on the ball. It's hard, yeah. It's a hard job, but you know that's where we're at. So that's Orion Nyland. He's the first person to go in there. Next, then another player that I think, whenever he's come on, has struggled, and that's Morgan Rogers on loan from Manchester City at the moment. And uh, you know what, mate? This is a this is a really hard one to do because yeah. obviously the lad's got so much expectation, and he's really struggling when he comes on I mean yeah. for instance I've, 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 I've rarely seen to him him pass to another red and black shirt I know and I, I've tried to look at it and kind of be like he's come on late in games and he's probably being told go and make an impact mm. and so he's coming on and he's not doing the basics he's trying to beat everyone because he's thinking I've got to try and do something here mm. in 10 minutes so I appreciate that and I put that into consideration and the Norwich game he had only just signed but I watched that Yeovil game I thought right here you go then you're starting you're not being told to come on and make something happen you're starting against National League opposition go and show us what you're about and he was I mean most of their players were better than him in yeah. my opinion he, he he looks like he's I mean people say he's got pace I haven't really seen a lot of it because he doesn't get past his man he's off the ball runs are okay but then when they find him it's almost like it feels like a player that's going I need to impress I'm trying, he's trying too hard yeah. he's trying to he, I'm sorry but he cannot be a bad footballer if he's been at the Man City Academy so long, he can't yeah. be and he done well I think it was at Lincoln yeah. but unfortunately some players fit a certain club and it ain't working I'd be surprised if he's even there to the summer he wouldn't even get on the bench now if everyone's fit would he yeah. knowing near it I really feel for the lad because he's only a young lad and hopefully it works from somewhere else it ain't going to work here um, come on really yeah alright we're putting him in come on really as well right then Mark Travers and this is a 
interesting one. Well, it's not interesting. I, I think I know where we will probably put this guy. I mean, he's a he'll he'll certainly be near the top. Put it that way. He's a he's a he's a keeper that most people at the start of the season thought he needs experience. Let's put him out on loan. Yeah. Um, and he got thrown into the mix, and he's impressed ever since. And you can't really think of many things he's done wrong, really, this season, can you? No, definitely not. And I was certainly one to hold my hands up and say that at the start of the season, I thought number two at best, but I'd yeah. probably rather him go out on loan and play. But there's no way we can rely on him as number one. It was my opinion. And because weren't we linked with like Woodman or I, some... the interesting thing is, I think if wasn't it two Newcastle goalkeepers got COVID, which meant they couldn't allow Woodman yeah. to go out. Otherwise, we'd have had Woodman. We never would have seen Travers. Probably. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, talk about taking your chance. That Middlesbrough game that we ended up losing, he was unbelievable. Yeah, that could have been four or five. It yeah, really could have. Unbelievable. I think his distribution's got better. Uh, the thing I was always wary about, which I still am a little bit, was commanding from the air. I think he's got better at that. Mm. I think he's almost growing in stature. It'll be the Ireland number one soon. Surely no doubt at about some that. point, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm so impressed with him. He's the player that's proved me wrong mm. the most um, because I am more than happy with him, number one. He's been pretty, if he got injured, I'd be absolutely crapping it. Yeah. Uh, he's been said I didn't expect it from him, so really, really impressed. And um, oh, I'm, You know what? I'm, I'm, like you said, I'm thinking... Yeah. Obviously, there's games where he hasn't been as good as other games, but yeah. I can't remember a goal when thinking, definitely an error yeah, from the yeah, goal. No, there might be some you think you might have got to, but not no, errors. No. I'm putting him absolute don. Yeah, absolute don. There's <laughs> our first one there. Travs, well done, mate. There weren't many that was thinking he should be number one, so I think yeah. he deserves... We would have put Begovic there last season, and I don't think there's a lot... I think Travers has been absolutely brilliant, and you've got to remember, Begovic is probably one of our best players last season. Yeah. And he's come in, all the expectations, in goal as well as a young goalkeeper, he stood up, mate, he stood up, mm. and I'm, I'm chuffed for him. Next we've got Lloyd Kelly, our left-sided centre-back, and it's fair to say that his partnership, his partnership with Gary Cahill has completely flourished but lots of others are now learning from Lloyd Kelly and you sort of look at it when he's not there and you feel like he's a big miss he's he's leggy he's fast you know Cahill mops most up if he doesn't you know that uh, Lloyd's pace can get him out of jail it's a it's a really good partnership and he's he's a crucial part of that and you know what what a player he's turning into and what a shrewd signing we can now look back and think actually this guy's yeah a superb a superb acquisition for us. I think when he come in, he had he had a lot of hype, a lot of potential, and he got a bad injury, mm. which really affected him. And then he's been used kind of last season as kind of do a job for us at left back, will you? Mm. And and it must be difficult for him because he's never had a consistent run. And the fact that Scott Parker put the armband on him uh, at a young age and said, you know, you're going to be the leader of a group mm. that are trying to get to the Premier League, trying to win the league, shows a lot about what he must be like behind the scenes as well. I think he comes across as a real calm head. Um, and I love that don't get me wrong sometimes you get, he frustrates people with some of his passes out from the back it's a little bit, yeah it's just little bit too, a bit shaky a little bit too calm sometimes I think oh, yeah. but he seems to always recover because of his yeah. pace um, and he when you've got a Gary Cale the only thing Gary Cale was not going to have his pace yeah. so you have Kelly alongside him it's a perfect combination and yeah I mean, but equally I would say that Lloyd Kelly sometimes as as pinged these like 40, 50 yard balls into the chest of Dominic Solanke mm. who's made these runs it's almost like it's planned I mean I'm sure it is planned and a couple of the times led to goals or, or really good chances so he's got the vision for that as well and I think what's also not um, I agree with that definitely I think we, when we had we were out Lloyd for a few games we thought no one's trying to give it no. you know a bit more direct so he can he can offer that what I'll also say is we'll come on to him but you know we're all delighted with Jordan Zamora and 
I'm telling you now that if you're a left back and you bomb forward like Zamorovic, you're only allowed to do it if you've got a centre back, left centre back, who's happy to cover you. And and Lloyd Kelly allows Zamora to go yeah. because he can cover that space. He's used to playing left back, so he, he natural at it. So I think he deserves a lot of credit for that, which maybe been overlooked. Um, it's a difficult one really because the expectations are quite high with Lloyd. Mm. So do I go? But you know what? He's led the team. Yeah. No, I think he deserves going baller. Baller. Yeah. I'd, so I think solid shift's a bit too unfair. Yeah, I think, no, I think he's it is, yeah. Be consistent enough. Next we've got a player that has been heralded by many a Bournemouth fan for a long, long time, yet I feel as though he's not delivered. Obviously, he's had injuries, which has not exactly helped his performances, but sometimes I just think that the player that we all think Lewis Cook is, is maybe not quite there anymore. I think it's a, it's a really harsh one. Like you say, injuries have played a massive part. God, that plane's making a run. Yeah, it is, isn't it? What's it? It's a Boeing 737. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, yeah, Lewis Cook, the, the expectations when we brought him in were massive. And injuries, we've got to put this into court, injuries have absolutely crushed him. So, you know, you've got to take that into consideration. But I remember when he was at Leeds, he ripped up the championship. He should be a player, first name on the team sheet, yeah. and he's running championship full match. Because we know he's got Premier League quality. Yeah. Does he run games? Not in my opinion. I thought he did a hell of a lot better at Queen's Park Rangers. Where very good, mate. He looked aggressive very good. Uh, and very intense when he was on the ball, driving mm. forward with it. Where sometimes I just feel as though he's a bit lackadaisical, always looking for sideways passes, but this time he's driving forward with it. And, it, you know, he's actually very talented on the ball. Oh, he's, he's great on the ball. And like you say, that QPR game, there was times where, obviously it was 1-0, and he got hold of the ball and he drove us forward and he mm. went, I'll take responsibility. And to his... You know, to his defence, he's probably play- sometimes he's in the deep role. Then he's asked to, so he's he's not playing yeah. a consistent role and injuries and and stuff. And he's always had a different partner. So it is there's a lot of unknown circumstances. So I don't want to be too harsh. I just feel like, yeah, like you said, I remember when he come back, kind of when we got relegated that season. Everyone's like, well, Lewis Cook's back will be fine. Yeah. And I thought everyone needs to calm down a bit. And I yeah. think it's the expectation that's killing him a little bit, and mm. and the injuries and things like that. I just. I look at him and go, he should be the first name on the team sheet. He's not. Yeah. I, I think most Bournemouth fans would start him in their best eleven, but is he the first name on the team sheet? Not for me. There's mm. certain games where I think, actually, I'd prefer Kilkenny in there, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I think for Lewis, as much as he's definitely put in a solid shift, yeah. he has put in a solid shift and he has been good. Because of the expectation, because it's probably to his discredit how good he's been in the past. Yeah, agreed. But because of how good I believe this lad can be, I'm putting room for improvement. And this is a compliment. It is in a weird way. It is a way, compliment. Because I think he's such a talented footballer mm. that he should be... As he, I don't know whether he's got an assist this season, but he doesn't mm. create enough for me. He doesn't look He doesn't look like he's ever going to get on the end of anything and have a mm. shot and score. I know he got one worldie last season. He's got one assist. One assist. Okay. I'd love to remember which... Remember, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm no, trying to remember no off the top of my head. Someone will put it in the comments. But yeah, he's, he's, he's got so much quality that the numbers should back it up more, in my opinion. Mm. Don't get me wrong. By the end, if he starts playing week in, week out, don't pick any of the injuries, he can end up being right at the top of baller because we know he's got the quality. And I think it's almost uh, because of how good we know he is, is why he's in room for improvement. And he... He plays in a position, I mean, I know he sometimes plays a little bit more advanced. However, there are replacements for him yeah. readily, I mean, two or three. Whereas there are some people like Jefferson Irma, you can't really replace him. You can't really replace Dom Solanke. Yeah. You can't really replace uh, Ryan Christie. You know, there are several players that we can name, whereas Lewis Cook at the moment is. I think he's someone that I always felt, if we ever got relegated, he'd be the, one of the best players in the league, one of our best players. Now I look at him and go, if he's out, I'd go, oh, that's a shame, we'll cope. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's better than that. So, like I say, injuries massively into consideration here. But And I still believe Lewis, he's still young. 
he's, he's captain of the Young England teams. He's got that character about him. I, I think he, he will be top for us, but at the moment, I think he can go a little bit further. The problem with filming a video underneath the flight path for Bournemouth International Airport means that we're getting lots of plane sounds, but as a plane geek, it's absolutely fine. I don't know what one that is. A Cessna, is it? I don't know. Maybe. You know. That, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> right, Leif Davis then, mate. Um, uh, <laughs> when I first saw him, well, no, when I first saw him, he was, he was played completely out of position. That was Birmingham away, Good where yeah. he was on the right flank. I mean, that's how desperate we were, yet we still won the game. But when he played in his favoured uh, position for the first time, uh, that was Swansea. For the first 20, 25 minutes, I thought, my God, we're going to get run ragged. And Swansea, to their credit, were very, very good. Keeping hold of the ball, not really doing much with it, but they looked a solid outfit. And then all of a sudden, something changed, something clicked into gear, and then he started to have a great game. And even provided Dom with that assist in the... Mm. Uh, later on in the first half, which was a superb... Uh, no, was it the second half, actually? Yeah. Second half, yeah, he bombed forward on the left-hand side and, you know, without even looking, just whipped in across and Dom Slanky, great flying volley. Um, and But he hasn't really held down that place because Jordan Zamora, when he came back from injury, just went straight back in. And so yeah. I feel sorry for him in a way, but has he taken his chance? Probably not. He, not really. he he would like more minutes. I think it's similar to the Nylon one where he's come in and thought, right, I should be the first choice in my position. Ooh. And it's credit to Mark Travers in the Nylon sense and it's credit to Jordan Zamora. They've both been better than we expected, yeah. which has meant that these um, players that have come in have, have not taken that chance. Leif Davis would have thought he was going to be the starting left-back at Bournemouth. Leeds would have thought, but thought that as well. Mm. Um, I think, like you say, I remember the... I mean, he deserves credit for that Birmingham game, just shoving him out of the right midfield and... <laughs> Um, he done he done a shift out there. I, I felt the Swansea game. What was interesting, like you said, they dominated us first twenty. Ethan Laird, mm. who we've now now Bournemouth yeah. uh, dominated him. And then we made that subtle change where we moved Lerma back and kind of went to a three and said to Davis, "You can go a little bit more advanced." Yeah, that's right. And it suited him. I think he's a wing back rather than a left back. Oh I, yeah, because we had a superb view of that. Because we were like. Yes. Um, in the like, well, we were just beneath Neil Blake in the chief yeah, executive seats, basically, and we had su that's probably the best view I've ever had of Dean Cook. You're high up. I mean, yeah. he's got the the premium box really on the halfway line, but you could see that line with Jefferson Lerman coming back deep. Yeah, and and yeah, that did free him, didn't it? Yeah, it was. It was that was a very a, a really astute tactical switch from Parker. It completely changed the game. I remember and Jack Stacey had a brilliant game on the mm. right as well. It really changed the game. Um, but yeah, I think he's one of them. I think he's 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 a wing back, and I I remember the. Derby game, he, he looked a little bad. Sort of sometimes he was recovering with a bit of pace with legs, but he was getting caught. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of Rico, where you think he's decent, but he's getting caught all the time. Yeah. He doesn't really know his position. But as I say, he's not playing week in, week out, which must be difficult. But at the end of the day, he's come in for a Premier League side, hoping to play week in, week out, and he hasn't been good enough to do that. Mm. So he's got to be room for improvement. I don't think he's been bad enough to be in, come on, really. No. Um, he hasn't been horrendous when he's played, but room for improvement, definitely. Whether we'll be able to see that with with Jay-Z now at the African Cup of Nations mm. he might get an opportunity to say it's the best chance he can get Emmy took it um, against Yeovil this could be Davis's chance to go right I've got Zamora's not here mm. go to take claim I don't think he's quite to Zamora's level though okay he's Inter never he's never with every time every ball game I've been to there's been a better Davis in the stadium <laughs> put it that way oh and that's my sister I oh, know that's her maiden name isn't it um, right uh, I feel so sorry for this guy and look um, if you've not if you've been living under a rock for the last couple of days and you haven't seen social media, Junior Stanislas Chris Temple reported on Twitter is out for 12 weeks minimum with uh, another issue with his hamstring. And you sort of... You, so, you wonder about certain decisions that are made 
and you were talking to me about that Cardiff game where we were cruising they had 10 men and it was like 15 minutes to go mm. and then what happens? We bring on Junior Sanchez. I, I saw him on the bench and obviously he played against um, QPR didn't he and he mm. got the assist played really well come off with a shoulder injury yeah, that's right so we thought oh, hopefully he'll be alright he was on the bench I thought he's there if we need him mm. we did not need him the game was done and mm. everyone knows Junior Stanislas' injury record just wrap him up just go great we don't have to use Junior today I didn't get it bringing him on and then he come off didn't he before he barely t- I didn't even know he really done- touched the ball and yeah. he'd come off again um, I feel so sorry for him oh I so do I because you know what He's absolutely quality when we've got him, and we saw that from the, the, that delivery for Solanke at Loftus Road. What delivery it was, and I, I labelled it on Twitter as like world class. But it was, you know, it was right on his head. He didn't have to do much; just had to almost direct it in. And you get these moments from Junior that are absolutely superb. And there comes a like tipping point, I think. You know, if you've got that quality, fair enough. But then if his absences then start to outweigh the quality that you can therefore get, you're sort of thinking, and I put it in a very harsh way on Twitter, you're burning money. And that's effectively what we're doing now, week in, week out, because we're not seeing the fruits of his rehabilitation. Because when he is re- uh, rehabilitated, he's then you know, out again. And... You sort of wonder, in hindsight, it is a wonderful thing, but two-year contract? Yeah, I mean, it's, it seemed bizarre, and, and like I say, with that Cardiff one, it just felt like, wrap him up, and then he can go get an hour against Yeovil, and you mm. can take him off, and yeah, it was a, it was a strange one, but um, yeah, like I say, it was one of them things, and yeah, the two, I mean, I put it on Twitter as well, mate, I said that there's a reason why no other club offered him a two-year deal. I kind of, in a way, get why we did. Obviously, you've got the situation with Brooksy. We hadn't signed Ryan Christie mm. yet. Jane Nantley, we didn't know if he could step up. And Dan Juma had just left. So it would have been weird to let him go because we needed that kind of option. But And I quite like the way that we were quite loyal to him. Of course. In, you know, probably more in hope than expectation. Yeah. Um, but ultimately... You know, it's and, happened and you've got to remember last season I think was probably the season he made the most appearances mm. he, he, he was quite consistent last season I think he made it he, he featured in like 30 games he, he, you know he, he, he played quite a lot last season um, and he, he, he was responsible for a number of points last season God, yeah. he, you know like him alone yeah. uh, it, it made a difference and I'm, I'm just frustrated maybe that had we got promoted last season you could have sort of almost justified the two year contract because you'd have thought well well, we've got so much money now it doesn't really matter that he's out this season but uh, this season as you can see on screen he's been involved in 5% of our goals and it, that feels like only from a couple of I mean he, he's he's been involved in 7 matches um, it doesn't feel like that many he's only started one or two surely yeah and like, like we mentioned previously about you know we're talking about Lewis Cook and kind of the expectation and stuff and we just went oh he's got an assist got one assist well I know he plays in a different role but Junior's got two mm. and, he, and he's barely it doesn't feel like he's barely played and I think we know the quality and I always say it he backs up the numbers as well that's what I like about June is is he doesn't just play well he'll get, you fancy him to get an assist or a goal in every game he starts yeah. um, really feel for him you know will it will it be one of them if we were to go up we'll be cut our losses potentially mm. it, it could be because we'd have the money to be able to, to do that but yeah feel for him and whatever happens Junior, some of them goals in the Premier League, mate. He's, he's been a he's been a great player, yeah, not absolutely. to the level of a Steve Cook and things like that. No. But he's still he's still up there. I, yeah. I really love June, but um, this season really difficult. Oh, what do yeah. we do? I think we just shove him in room for improvement because yeah. oh, I don't know, it's difficult. Isn't it? Or is he hard to judge? Is he hard to judge? Yeah, difficult though because is he hard to judge when we've put? I mean, he's played, but he's had more minutes yeah, more yeah. than Rogers and Nyland. Um, I'll go room for improvement. Yeah. Okay, what do you think? Is Tom being arsed? Well, I might be. But do you think he, that could be an hard to judge? I mean, I, you know, certainly not come on really because he's delivered in certain ways. Could you say? Oh, maybe. I think the only he's thing, one of two categories for me, and that's yeah. Yeah, what, what I'm going with with June, like we said, there was different 
because we went different circumstances for Lewis because of what I believe he can be with Junior I think we know what he is yeah. it's all about it's harsh but it's all about can he keep fit he yeah. hasn't so that's yeah. why it's like right. it's difficult but yeah I'll whack him in there mate alright oh Zamora love him mate love we're going to miss team Zimbabwe he's, yeah, team, he's not going to be available obviously for hopefully um, hopefully he'll be back ASAP but what a guy what a guy we love him such a good character off the pitch as well. I swear, I swear he watches as well Does because he? because once I walked past him and he gave me a little Did a he? little a little nod. Who doesn't do that? Do you, mate? <laughs> and yeah. you know his family are friends of the show now that they've been on with the um, the free for all with myself and look. He's a player that we we didn't want to be relying on and we were looking at oh no Jordan Zamora, Jaden Anthony, mm. Travers. They kill Kenny, but now we want to rely on them. It's, it's mad. I what? Ne- I in the nev- championship? I never would have thought we are going to get to January and we're going to be like, oh my God, we'll lose Zamora. I mean, fair play to him. Uh, we're talking about taking chance. I'd always go back to that start, first game of the season, West Brom, at half-time. I remember thinking, he ain't, gonna, he ain't good enough. He, he's too lightweight. He ain't got it in him. So the character he's shown to bounce back from a difficult opener is massive. That I think, to his credit, Jay Nantley's got off the ball since Zamora's been out. Yeah, says a lot. Um, he's just been... A breath of fresh air. I'd lo- I mean, you can see it now even with like Zimbabwe. They, they go, oh yeah, we've got Zamora coming back. Mm. You know, He's a player that his recoveries are so good because of his pace. And like you say, he's, he seems like a good good, good character yeah. in the dressing room as well. I, I love him, mate. He's, um, he's bought a side of it like a lot of the youngsters have where it makes me like the team. Mm. You know, I yeah. think some of these players, they, it shows how much it means to them. And he scored some goals, mate. Barnsley, Bristol yeah. City, he scored yeah, Bristol, some yeah. goals. Yeah. Um, you know, from left back. And it does make me think... Maybe maybe it was the perfect time to bring him in, but another side of me thinks we struggled at left back last season. Yeah. Would he have been re- maybe he wasn't ready? But in hindsight, it makes you think we could have given him more of a go last year. What like rather than Rico Kelly? Kelly out there, Rico out there. We yeah. had Smith out there, you know, and stuff like that. So I, I love him. I, the only reason, maybe a little bit controversial, I think yeah. everyone's expecting me to go absolute don. Yeah. He had a long time out. Yeah, he had a long time out. Um, so I'm only going to put him in baller because I think. It wouldn't be fair to put him with Trevor, who virtually played every minute. Yeah. So I'm just going to put him in baller, but I'll tell you what, mate, if he comes back from the African Cup and takes on to promotion, he'll be right up there. Right. You know what What Benjamin Bloom says mm. on his show? He says, leave your bias at the door. We're doing Jefferson Lerma, mate. Oh, God. <laughs> right? Can you, can you somehow keep a level head during the next three minutes? I mean, I'll, I'll do my best, but um, if I get my wallet <laughs> out, it says it's got very happy on it. <laughs> Uh, so that says a lot about my. Uh, I saw he was at the under eighteen game last night. Yeah, he night. was. What, yeah. a, what a man! What, what a man! Two nil as well. Yeah, yeah, done well. But um, oh, man, I love him, and it's that thing that we say over and over again. You don't know how good he is till he's not there. Sadly, he wasn't there because he, he made a silly error, and and that was the the, the, the most disappoint. The only disappointing thing I could really think of is that Coventry game, two 0 up, cruising. Mm. I felt for him because it was a bad pass and stuff like that but I think oh where he's being played at the back yeah yeah he's playing in the back three and I, I, but his experience yeah. he shouldn't have gone for that tackle and that's probably that we and then we ended up losing him but we bounced back since he's come back I think he played two games last month got player of the month yeah I mean he's just sensational I thought the QPR game ridiculous <laughs> um, he's, he's the canter of the championship yeah. in my opinion yeah. I, I wouldn't swap him for another central midfielder in the championship no chance he's built this one up so much I I have, yeah, but I can't Ooh. put him in absolute don. I can't. Right. I've got to. What? Because it's you, or no? Right. Because he's been sent could... off. He's right. been sent off, um, yeah. which ended up, you know, that very game costing us, yeah. and also meant that we had missed him for a while. And he also, people forget, he missed the first six games. Mm. So I don't think it's fair to put him in absolute. He missed the first six games. He shouldn't have. It was a bit outrageous. Yeah. But 
and just because of that, what was, got, what was that for? Was that the bite? The bite, wasn't it? The, that they decided yeah. to yeah do it really late, just, even though they had all season to decide. Yeah, and then he got an extra suspension when he got sent off because he apparently said cheat or something yeah, to the ref, effing ball or something. Yeah, and oh, even though I feel like there's he's got this label on him which is harsh, he still hasn't played enough games to be right at the top. But I mean, he's still the best player I've ever seen. Um, he's going and baller, but um. Love you, Jeff. I know you're watching, mate. Of course you're watching. He's probably picking up his takeaway from Barolo's right <laughs> now as we speak. Right. Don't tell Morgan, he'll be there. <laughs> yeah, he will. Jamal Lowe, always mm. believe in your soul. 22 appearances. Um, some starting, most of them off the bench. He scored a couple of goals. He's been involved in 8% of our goals this season. He's a player, though, that... People were saying if Dom Solanke's injured, maybe he could do a job. Oh, I'm not sure. I think that's not probably sure. the level of Dom, to be fair. Um, in, I think he probably could do it for a number of clubs, and he has for Swansea in the Championship. But Dom's been so good that I don't yeah. think he'd ever be to that level. Nah. Um, I think he's been all right off the sides. I don't ever. I think he's been one of them, but he's been better when he's come off the bench. Yeah, he has. He has. And then when he's starting, I thought he deserves a start. And then he, he, scored, starts. he scored at Bristol City. He started Bristol City, though, and off scored, the right. Yeah. And then he come on against Reading and scored straight away. Oh yeah, after that left year, which you didn't see, did you? Or did no. You? Um, but yeah, he's he's good at coming off the sides, and he's he's a clever player, and he's yeah. got a bit of a champion experience. And I think he's a very astute sign, and he was he was cheap, and mm. I think it was a really clever signing. Um, but he wouldn't be in most most people's starting elevens, would he? Um, and I think he probably would have been wanting to get more starts than he had. Mm. I like him, but I wouldn't want to rely on him as a main striker. No. But. If he was playing off one of the sides of Dom in a game, wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. I think he's him and Anthony. I'm kind of a bit like that. I think it's almost like if Zamora's not there, I don't think it really matters yeah. which one plays. I do like him. I like what he's about. I love his song. Mm-hmm. But um, from him personally, similar to the Leaf Davis thing, he would have wanted to come in and play more minutes. So I'm yeah. going to put room for improvement. I was actually watching. Um, I'm a bit of a late starter to this one, but I was watching Sunderland Until I Die yeah, on Netflix only recently, and they just I just got to the LDV whatever you know check a trade final. Mm. With uh, oh, Jamal Lowe, Pompey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he scored the like, he scored in that game. Mm. He scored a lob. Was it yeah. no? I hadn't said one went. Was it two one to Portsmouth? It didn't go to Pens, did it? No, I don't think it did. I think Portsmouth won yeah. relatively comfortably. And like you say, he scored in it. I can't remember. And but, he was good there. Oh no, Portsmouth went. Uh, made it two one. Jamal Lowe scored a lob. Then they made it two all Sunderland. Oh okay. In the last minute, they bundled one. But then, in extra time, uh, sorry, in Pens, I think he he took a penalty. He scored it. But no, I was watching him there, and then after that, where did he go? I mean, did he go to Swansea straight after that? Or I think he it? did. I think he did. Yeah. Um, but like I say, yeah, he's, he's, you look at him where he's been, he's always done a good job. He was I, a goal machine for Swansea, wasn't mm. he? He like, really well, and they were very sad to lose him. But at the moment, yeah. I'm not quite seeing that for Bournemouth. There's really. flashes, and yeah. there's flashes. And what I will say is, we talked about Morgan Rogers kind of coming on and really disappointing. When Jamal Lowe's come on, I don't think he's ever let us down. It's just been when he started, I don't think he's grabbed his opportunity. That's the only thing why it's room for improvement. But I do like him, and some of his finishes have been have been really nice. And he has offered a few goals off the bench as well. So I like him, but he's he's not quite uh, pushing Dom enough. That very popular song from Berlin is not Take My Breath Away. It's Jaden Antony. And look, we'll talk about him now. I mean... He's done well. Yeah. He's done all right. Yeah. And I, I, st- I still don't think he's the complete player, you know. But I mean, I suppose I'm comparing him with someone like Dan Juma, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, which you are, because basically, you know, that was the per- a player in that position last season. But he's done, he's done really well. He's scored six goals, four assists. He's been involved in a quarter of our goals for AFC Bournemouth this season, one way or another. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see him sort of maybe get forward and score more goals and mm. maybe take on players. Um, but 
what a player that we have acquired from the youth that I thought wouldn't maybe be anywhere. I thought he might be an option off the bench, but yeah, at best. now he's yeah. possibly one of the first names on the team sheet. I think there was a, a point. I think there was a point in the season where the only games he didn't play, we didn't win. Like mm. I remember at Peterborough, we started Rogers didn't um, didn't play him or whatever, and we didn't look the same. And I think he almost gets. We're giving him this expectation, you know, and maybe it's because the other youngs done so well, but we're kind of going, oh, I want him to score more goals, I want him to do that. But hang on a minute, we didn't even feel like he'd be near the squad, mm. you know, and that's to his credit because you see the ability. I think he's what we should expect, and that is a player that has got a lot of ability, but he's still raw. Yeah. He's still a young, upcoming player that should come in and out of the team. He's going to have some games where he beats a man, puts a top corner, and then other games like at Middlesbrough where all his decision making's all over yeah. the place. Sometimes I think um, previously, after you know, start of the season, I thought he was too nice with his shooting, maybe like side-footing soft, it yeah. towards the keeper, yeah, a bit too soft. And mm. But since then, he's been a little bit more ruthless, and he's he, he has scored some like, brilliant yeah. goals for us, I've got to say. And he's got that... that sort of trio with Phil Bill and Jordan Zamora yep. that when you see him combining together mm. and doing the underlaps and overlaps it's a joy to watch it's really nice to yep. see and that's the closest I've ever come to comparing Charlie Daniels Mark Pugh I mean obviously they're not at those levels but we've be. always you know in the future maybe but you know that's the closest we've come to yep. actually you know trying to replicate that I think yeah no I agree with that and I think you know combinations of that are key as we as you mentioned like Daniels and Pugh in the championship no one thought they were the best two on ability, but they certainly proved they could be with that partnership. And I think mm. since Amura's been out, Jane Anthony hasn't been as good, and that says a lot. And I think he needs to. I think what's probably been difficult is he's he's played wing back when Zamora went there. Yeah. He's also had he's had Leaf Davis behind him, then he's had Brady behind him, mm. and it's probably yeah a bit alien to him when Zamora ain't there. I think what why Scott Parker relies on him is because his off the ball stuff goes overlooked. I yeah. think he, he works his nuts off. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I, I really, really like him. I think probably inconsistency, which I'd expect from a, youth, a young player like he is. I think the Middlesbrough game showed that. Yeah, that inconsistency and still that rawness means that he's still got further to go. Yeah. But he's got to be solid shift, mate. Yeah, He's got to be because no way room for improvement in the sense that I didn't expect no. this. But he's not quite yeah. hit the consistency of the others in baller. So I'm going to go solid shift. Yeah, I think if he was going to be between two categories, it would be between baller and solid shift. Certainly, he's certainly not the other. And... You know, that Middlesbrough incident where he took him down for a penalty, I thought it showed a bit of naivety, yeah. uh, naivety but it did show his work rate as well, Yeah, like, albeit in the wrong way. So, yeah, the naivety no, that we fair. probably should expect from a young player that's yeah. come through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, if, he, if he can add a few more numbers, goals and assists in the remainder of the season, then he'll be right up there, won't he? It's just it's backing up with numbers. Like we said, he mm. can learn from people like, like June, talking to him, not training, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Jack Stacey... Mm. Um, this is a difficult one. He's he's had an assist this season, a couple of yellows as you can see on screen, and he's been involved in 17 matches for AFC Bournemouth. And I, I don't want to put him into the Lewis Cook category, but sometimes I just think we've have we got a player who's we've we've seen a few really good performances, and then we expect that to be his level every time, and maybe he's not actually at that level. Yeah, I think I said to you the other week, didn't I? That I is that of, harsh? Uh, I don't know. I, I think we know he's got the ability and he's got an engine. I'll tell you what, he's He really out. is, yeah, he really is. Um, I remember that Swansea game, he was unbelievable. Mm. But, I don't know, sometimes I think... I remember seeing a, a, a football thing on, on Twitter about kind of unpopular opinions. My unpopular Bournemouth opinion is that he's overrated mm. and, and that's not that I don't think he's a good player I like Jackson I'm never bothered if he's right back I know he put a shift in but I reckon most fans seem to think he's our best right back which mm. for me he's nowhere near as good as Adam Smith in my yeah. opinion um, and I think I remember when, when Woody come in first thing he did, did was Smith's face plays yeah. 
um, and he brought Stacey on Culliver at the end of the game. As soon as Park come in, Smith's fit, he plays. Because I think they know that Smith's got a bit more experience, gives us a bit more balance. And I think Stacey sometimes, remember the Derby game, yeah. uh, we talked about that back pass to Jefferson Lerma. I, th- yeah. I don't think he's as good on the ball as, as people think. And I think sometimes he gets caught out. Don't get me wrong, I like his engine and I still think he's one of the best right backs in the league. Mm. I genuinely do. I just don't think he's as good as people are making out. I don't think he's as good as Adam Smith. Mm. And we've brought in Ethan Laird for a reason. And yeah. I think Ethan Laird. It'll be interesting now, Stacey got up their performances. Because, Next few weeks will mm. be really interesting. And look, I mean, I know we sort of criticised Jefferson Lerma for that miscontrol that uh, mm. that got him sent off, but part of the reason for that was because of the dire back pass from Jack Stacey. Yeah, of course. And I don't know if there's... I don't know if you've got any assists kind of stats. Mm. Has he got... I'm trying to think of... One assist. He's got... Well, he. everyone talks about his player that I agree has got an engine and bombs on. Should be, should be delivering more, in my opinion. I mean... You think of the numbers that he hasn't scored this season either. You think of the numbers that Samura's doing on that left side. A young player come through. Jack Stacey has got one assist, and I feel like he's got the ability to do that. I like Jack Stacey, I just don't think he's as good as we maybe make out sometimes. So I'm going to put him in room for improvement because I think he can do a bit more. Huge chopper, mate. How is it? Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, another one that we didn't want to rely on, but we are. Mm. And. Mate, I love him. Gav Kilkenny. Absolutely love him. Uh, you know, the only criticism I've got is no assists, no goals, and mm. I would like to see more in that department from him. But when he plays, I love him. Yeah. He's so creative. There's um, you know, some really nice moments in that West Brom game. There was one that was memed up where he was like he knocked it over someone's head and then he turned mm. like 180 degrees and then he put through someone's legs and came away with the ball, distributed it to the wing, and he just looked really classy and you know, that wasn't just a one-off performance. He then went on and put in such a good shift. Mm. And he's a player that arguably, uh, on form at the moment, is as good as or if not better than Lewis Cook. Uh, I've been really impressed by Gavin Kilkenny. Really impressed. Yeah, I, I really like him. I like I like them sort of players as well. I always used to like you know Kane, if you remember. Mm. Because I just like the fact that, don't get me wrong, they're going to give the ball away. But they're so brave to get on the ball from the from the centre halves and be brave enough to then try and beat a man and use the ball and, and never just clear it. Mm. You know, he's and I thought I remember the Borough game where Travers was the only good player, but he was the one that could he was the only player outfield that could yeah, have his head held yeah. high and he's just he's quite easy to drop because of his age and we've got a lot of options in that area. Yeah. Um I think as you mentioned about Lewis Cook, he couldn't do the the more advanced role that Lewis can do, no, a bit more no. box to box. But if you're talking about sitting in front of the back four, I think Gav's better. Mm. Um, I mean, I think that's Lerma's position personally, but I think I'm never bothered if Gavin started. Mm. I, I really like him. He's got. A, it feels like he's been knocking on the door for about five years. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, I remember him playing in a in a friendly when we go into the Premier League off the right wing, and he was good. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. because he's such a clever footballer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. That. I think it was against a French team. It might be Marseille or yeah. something. I can't remember. But he looks like he can play off the right because he's so clever. Um, really like him. Unfortunately for him, he probably because he hasn't played week in week out he can't quite go into baller with some of the others but he's got to be in solid shift mate because, yeah. but I really like him I think the, the future's bright for him and the, the potential I mean is so high mm. it's so high um, really like him seems like a good good character as well and yeah love, love seeing him play he drinks the Jaeger he drinks the vodka his head's in <laughs> Gary Cahill <clears throat> I mean a lot of people were very sceptical when we signed him, has been and all that kind of stuff, all these all these kind of lazy cliches were being brought out and you know, maybe you could see why he he's probably on a, a fairly hefty wage, why are we getting Cahill when we got Steve Cook. However, 
as soon as he played, he hit the ground running. As soon as he played. Yeah, he did. And I was probably one that was kind of like, right, I'm going to wait and see because yeah. I always remember the distan thing. And you think... Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I was worried about. Is he coming to just pick up a pay packet? Yeah. But I'll tell you what, what he's shown is, no, he's come in because he wants he wants to keep fighting. He wants to keep playing week in, week out. And he wants to be part of something and trying mm. to take take Bournemouth. He's, he's achieved so much mm. in the Champions League and... Premier League and the FA Cup and well, yeah, I was looking World at, Cups and when I was getting these stats up, so the stats that you can see there, these are from Transfer Market. When you go into each individual player profile, at the top next to their name, it's got pictures of all the trophies that he's won and like it nearly went off the screen. He's got so many. Mad. Yeah, and there was times where he was England's best centre off. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and I think he's he's come in and what I've been most impressed with is he he, he looks like he really does care and he really wants it. Yeah. And I think the best description is in the championship is a Rolls Royce. Yeah, He's yeah. a Rolls Royce at the back. I kind of thought his pace might get exposed, but it doesn't because he reads the game so well that he rarely gets in a one-on-one mm, duel yeah. in a race. Um, I love him, and we keep him fit. We keep monitoring. You know, you saw against Yeovil, didn't even bother taking him. Like, yeah. monitor his fitness and stuff like that. And and we got a player that will take us up, in my opinion. He's massive for us. He's got to be a baller. Baller, yeah, agree with that. Agree with that. Right, we've just come off um, our last match was a, a an FA Cup match, and of course, every single game we're always there. And at Yeovil, Emiliano Marcondes, mate, a player that you at the train station before we left, we didn't do some clever like editing, mm-hmm. but Tom said, "I think this is Emmy's day. He's going to shine today." Blah blah blah. Well, only went and scored a hat trick. I know. I mean, I didn't expect <laughs> that. I just kind of felt that. We look at him and go, good player, but maybe a little bit luxury in yeah. the championship. So I thought, well, I'm not being funny. Play a National League opposition. This is your chance, mate, yeah. because you're going to get on the ball. And this is for you. you've got to make stuff happen. And Paul did he. Yeah. And he's likeable. He is very likeable. I've got to give him credit. He, he, went, he started the season, he wasn't brilliant, but he was good. He was good enough. And then he just literally didn't kick a ball for mm. months on end. And then when he's come in, he's always cared. He's always tried to do stuff, and he hasn't. Doesn't seem like he's moped around. No. I, what I do notice is going to all the away games. Is there's been games where he hasn't even come off the bench. He's one of the last ones clapping the fans. Mm-hmm. He, he seems to have a good. Um, we have a good rapport with him already, yeah. early doors. And um, but on the pitch, I don't think he's let us down. There's been games where he's maybe not stood out enough, mm-hmm. but he. And is he, I think his problem is, is he as good a footballer as Philip Billing? Probably not. he's the one, isn't it? He, yeah. He's the one. Like when you're looking at Philip Billing and replacements, mm. if he's out, that's the player that we're looking at. And I was, saying, I was thinking the other day, actually, is, is there a way in certain games where we could play Lerma Sat and then Billing and Marcondes? Oh, yeah. Like, just, just, yeah, just because I feel like that could be a free that, you know, maybe in some games, it'd be nice to kind of see that. But do you remember there was a game or two where Phil Bill was out and Marcondes wasn't involved? Mm. Yeah, we moved Christie in. Yeah, um, and that, that surprised so me. That you know, there must have been a reason for that. Either he wasn't so good in training for those two weeks or whatever, but yeah. that surprised me. But I think you know he's working hard in training, obviously, and now he's been re- being rewarded for his efforts. And fair play to him, mate. You literally, you go like we were saying about Rogers, about Lowe and Davis. Like, like you've got National League opposition in the cup on the telly this is your chance to try and knock on the door mm. I mean what more could he do he, he scored a hat-trick and he's he's showing Billing and the squad that you know he's there if we need him and I think if we were to achieve our goals this season however many more minutes he plays he's been part of that he's been pushing the others he's been good in the dressing room and he's um, he's always he's always had a bit of quality when he's played um, so I think because of the hat-trick as well mm. I think we got put, I'm going to put him in solid shift I nearly yeah. put him in run for approval I thought yeah. I don't actually think it's his fault he, he just hasn't He's not as good as Billing, so he hasn't played. But when he's played, I think he's been all right. I like him. 
Right, we've got a player now that has been involved in 50, well, 49% of goals this season for AFC Bournemouth and in the league scoring 18. Oh, was it not 19 or is it 18? Has he scored one in a cup as well or something? Like uh, I'm trying to think that off the top of my head. He hasn't played in the cups, has he? I thought yeah. it was 19 as well, maybe unupdated. And anyway, a hell of a lot of goals mm. and two assists as well, 25 appearances. Um, I'm not too sure with this one. I might put him in hard to judge. No, um, Dom Solanke. What are we seeing now that we haven't seen before? Because he's the complete player. I would, I wouldn't have Callum Wilson over him at the moment. That's mad, isn't it? I mean, what are we seeing? I, I still felt he had a good season last season. Um, just probably needed to back up more numbers. I think what we're seeing is Scott Parker's hung his hat on him, and he's mm. had the responsibility, and he's shown in his character that he's happy to take it on. Yeah. He, he hasn't really got any competition for that role, but he's told he's. At, He's told he's the main man and he's relished it, which I wasn't sure if he was able to do. I mean, literally, the only criticism is that he he's so good that he ends up dropping in the midfield to try and get on the ball and try yeah, and beat yeah. three men. Because, and you almost go, I'll just stay up there a bit, Don. But he's just ridiculous. The His finishing could be in. better, maybe, could you argue? Maybe, maybe, but I think if I'm working, working, running around as much as Dom Solanke is, you're yeah. going to be... I mean, there's some games where I think he just doesn't stop the ball. Mm. I think it was... Was it a QPR? We just... Where we obviously won the up, and we just we chucked Jamal on, but we said to Dom, "You go out wide because mm. you're putting a shit." He's been yeah. on the pitch all game. The guy works his nuts off. He can make runs in behind. He can come deep, hold up the ball. He's good on the ball. He's shown he's all right in the air. He's adding goals to his game. He's almost a complete striker now. Um, he's got to get. I mean, touch wood. He's got to get twenty goals, yeah. um, which everyone said that he, he's never a twenty goal a season striker. Um, he's proven that. And what will be the big thing for him is hopefully we go up. Can he do it in the prime? Of course, but I mean this season, mate. Even if we stop, even if we stop now and never play another game, he's in the absolute dawn. He's he's, he's been unbelievable, yeah. and I mean it's just keeping fit, which he's done so yeah, so far. He, he cannot get injured. He, he can't cannot, get injured. He can't he get cannot. injured. That, that he's if you want to ever put anything, he's the one player. If he gets injured, we don't get promoted. Mm. If he's out now for the rest of the season, we don't go up. Yeah. If he's fit for every game the rest of the season, I think we go up. That's that's how key he is. Yeah. And, yeah, he's probably he's probably most people's player of the season so far. Top man, deserve that, Dom. Absolutely, you deserve that. Next then, a uh, player that unfortunately is out due to horrendous reasons. David Brooks, of course, played well seven appearances. He scored. That was at Nottingham Forest, was it? I think he scored at he Nottingham scored Forest and then get sent and off. Then, and then get sent off. But yeah. his performances weren't particularly great. But then you know it turned out that it was the most devastating of reasons. Perhaps why um, David Brooks. Uh, this is a hard one, mate. This is a real difficult one. Yeah, it's a horrible one, isn't it? I think um, we take all the the horrible stuff to the, to the side a minute when he played, and we didn't obviously weren't aware. I thought he's he shows quality at times, like mm. you say, he scored a nice goal. Then unfortunately, got a silly silly red card. I remember it was um, tugged someone back. Or something yeah, for a second yellow. And I thought he should be ripping this league up, but now we know. It's probably down to down to a lot of things. He was he was coming off in games, and I thought he just doesn't quite look sharp enough, no. and it explains why now. And it sounds like we had a, um, a little update, didn't we, recently this week, wasn't it? And yeah, positive news as well. Really it's, good, and it's all going to plan. So really you know, that's a really good thing, David. If you're watching, obviously we wish you all the best, buddy. Uh, in terms of giving him a, a rating, I, I don't think you can really do. Anything. I don't think it's fair, mate. I'm going to put him in hard to judge because I don't don't think it's fair because um, yeah. Because we know, even in them seven games, we don't know what underlying circumstances yeah. going on at the time. But yeah, like you say, wish him all the best, mate, and just look for. I mean, what footballer he is! Yeah, yeah, what yeah. footballer on his day? And so. we know your quality, yeah. David. And you know, to your credit, 
nearly every person that we interviewed in our interview series over lockdown said that you were the one that's, that stands out the yes. most. Yeah, I remember talking to Frano and so saying in training like, wow. he's a different level. Yeah, I remember him saying that, and we had a few more like that, which shows his you know commitment to training and stuff like that as well. And I just I love that every week. Don't even think about it now seven minutes, just yeah, that rally, yeah, and yeah. you showed the love that you got from the fans. So yeah, it'll be back, mate. It'll be back. Three to go, maps. Mm. Maps is always always a difficult one, Maps, isn't it? He is. I feel as though sometimes like he deserves to be playing a lot more than what he does, and you just kind of know that if he gets regular game time, you mm. know what kind of defender, what kind of player he can be. And it's felt really disjointed the last sort of few years of his career whilst he's been at AFC Bournemouth because he's not played as much as he could or should. He, he's always in for Wales yeah. every single time. But for Bournemouth, yeah, not as much. I mean, fair play to him in terms of his loyalty because... He could be getting itchy feet. I mean, I certainly would be if I was playing that much. And it can't be can't be easy coming in at the, at, at the team at the back. And like you say, I think he gets. I think the Brentford game, you know, the playoff game, stuff like that goes against it. And I think because he, he he's quite brave and tries to play out from the back a lot, sometimes he gets caught. Mm. I feel like when he gives the ball away, it always seems to end up in a goal. Whereas when like Kelly gives yeah. the ball away, we seem to deal with it. I feel really sorry for him. Mm. But what I really liked against Yeovil was that. Um, we gave him the armband and said yeah, to him, yeah. you know, you're we trust you. And I thought he was like, excellent, by the way. Uh, people forget he played right back, mm. he played left back. I mean, the guy puts in a puts in a shift all the time. I I think he, he gets overlooked. I think the problem is, is ever since he's been here, he's always been the third best centre-half. Yeah. And you play two most of the time and he can't quite... Because I, I think he would get in 90% of the championship yeah. centre-half, but he's not good enough to get an arse. What frustrates me is that when he plays and Bournemouth maybe have a bad game or whatever, for some reason, even scapegoat. though there are worse players, he's always the scapegoat, isn't he? He does seem to get that, which I, I hate that. Which I really feel for, because he's, he's the opposite of that, in the sense that when we were down to the bare bones, he went, I'll go right back and put a shift in. Mm. He never lets down. and. I quite like him, and um, I, yeah, I do still think he's. But I take, you ain't gonna get. You try and go in the championship and go. Right, I want a good centre half that's happy to sit on the bench yeah. and come. It you ain't getting a better one. No, you are not no. getting a better one. And I'm. Don't get me wrong. You never want KOL. You never want Kelly no. out. But if Mep's got to play, I know put yeah. a shift in. I'm gonna put him in solid shift. Solid shift. Because when he's played, I don't think he's let us down this season. No, he hasn't. That's Chris Mepham there. Right next, we got Ben Pearson. He's had an assist this season. Fifteen appearances. Uh, that was a good assist, by the way. That was a Birmingham. That little ball over the top for Dom Solanke. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Very it good was. ball. <coughs> Great shout. God, good memory. Mm, good memory. And um, I don't know. I don't know about Ben. Um, a few injuries. A few knocks yeah. all the time. Questionable social media posts on Instagram with <laughs> yeah. Preston fans. Or I don't really know what that was all about. Probably no. a bit of horseplay. But. Yeah, something or nothing. But um, he's... He seems to have got. I mean, at the start of the season, obviously we didn't have Lerma, and we thought it was Pearson's chance, but he was out, and we. Yeah. Did, he always seems to get knocks, and we don't really hear about it. And then there was one game where he wanted the squad, and then it was like he was fit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's weird. But I, every time he plays, mm. I always feel he's quite good. Yeah. Um, I think his problem is I don't think it works with him and Lerma, and Lerma's great. Yeah. Um, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but. I do like Ben Pearson. I think Ben Pearson's solid. Uh, I remember when he came on against QPR, mm. like for like three minutes. Best cameo <laughs> I've ever seen. Best cameo. I've ever. And he's stuck in. He's a player that fans are always going to like because yeah. he gives you that. And I actually think it's underrated how good he is on the ball. Yeah. I know it was only Oval, but I thought a two-one playing National League opposition they're going to put it up yeah he was one of the ones that took the ball and yeah, went I'll control this game absolutely, yeah. and showed his quality I'm never bothered if Ben Pearson starting but I can understand that because of the role of Lerma he's probably a backup at the moment mm. but there's no better player than you're winning by one goal with yeah. 10 minutes to go to bring on than yeah. Ben Pearson experienced reliable head but what I will say is for him 
he should but he will be thinking I should be starting week in week out in the championship and yeah. he's not so I'm going room for improvement on that basis but when he's played he's solid shift it's a difficult one yeah. but because I've done Lewis Cook with the expectation yeah, no, that's that. what I'm going to do for Ben yeah Lewis Cook Leif Davis just, yeah I know I'm, yeah. I'm happy that right then and then, and then to finish off mm, reverse alphabet quarter Adam Smith at the moment who's who's been a solid player for us over the years but obviously we're just talking about this season so far yeah. where he's had seven appearances one assist I wouldn't be able to tell you which one that was I can't remember no. let us know in the comments mm. if you know um, four yellow cards loves the yellow don't he it? loves the yellow um, this is a hard one it is I don't when we, he was similar to Junior, wasn't he, where they were both mm. had a contract, they both got two-year deals, but I understood Smithy's one. Yeah. He's never had like long-term injuries, he's had a few knocks over the years, but this one's really horrible. Okay, so Jack Stacey or Adam Smith, if you had the opportunity to choose? If they're both 100% fit, yeah. I don't even have to think about it, Adam Smith. Okay, interesting. Might. interesting. Um, I actually think if you went to a back three, I'd prefer Stacey for his energy, but if you're playing the four at the back and they're both 100% fit, I think Smith... I think we look more balanced. I think he's, he's clever. He wins clever fouls. He's a bit niggly. But I think people... I don't know whether it's his stature. He's not a big guy. Forget how experienced the guy is. Um, he's, he's been good in the Premier League. I remember he was knocking on the door for England once. Like He's, he's a good footballer. And I think he... like nearly testimonial territory himself. Yeah. He? He's, I mean, him and now Cookie's gone. He's, yeah. he's the longest, isn't he, him and June? But, yeah, I... Um, I like Smithy. And he's putting shifts at left-back when we need him as well. I think he's been a real kind of... Um, consistent performer yeah, for Bournemouth for a number of years. This season, it, really, it just seems like he's never had a consistent run, mm. mainly due to injuries. Um, where did I put? I put Stacey in room for improvement. Yeah. I feel. I mean, Smithies is just on injury, isn't it? I'm, you know what? I mean, I might give a stick for that. It looks nice as well in the in the solid tier, shift. but I'm going to put him in solid shift because yeah. I think when he's played, he's been he's been solid. But the injuries, injuries, real a real shame for him. There's our tier list, ladies and gents. What you're thinking? Are you happy with that? That you know what? It I'm, looks really. It does. It's symmetrical. It's yeah. nice. If you're as anal as you. You must love it. <laughs> I'm relatively mm. happy. Um, let us know what you think in the comments. We would love to know. But that's that's how we've sort of gauged players on 2021. Yeah, this season, it's a huge 2022 for all these lots. So we're hoping that the guys that we've got in room for improvement are gonna. Improve whether the ones in come on really will even be involved. Morgan Rogers, I'm not, not yeah, even Mor sure. And we've obviously got a few new ones in Laird and Hill, and maybe some more coming up to mm. come in. Um, I'd like to know as well in the comments if you could make one change, only one change, what change would it be? Yeah, that's what I want to know and just see if there's any because I look at everything, I don't think there's too much. There's probably there's always different opinions, stuff like that. I think um, we've got to do a little mention for Stevie Cook, yeah, because Steve Cook. He's just left. I mean, I'll tell you what, what performance he had against Arsenal as well. Yeah, he yeah. was superb, grabs winner as well. I did enjoy that. <laughs> but um, I'll tell you what, when he's played, he's right at the top of it because yeah. that Fulham game, he yeah. was sensational. Oh and love Cookie and watched his interview the other day, a little bit emotional. Yeah, he saw his bottom lip. Yeah, like, going a bit. Oh, Can't wait for that testimonial. Yeah. I reckon, could we sort it out with Eddie just so Eddie can come down, play Newcastle? I would love that. I mean, he's welcome that. to leave Fraser not? home. Yeah, leave Fraser. Bring Richie down, bring Callum down. You've got Eddie there, you've got Jason there. That'd be quite nice, Perchy. But um, yeah, Cookie deserves a mention. I can't think of it. I think Sadie's had enough to really no, put yeah. him in, but Sadie's a player for the future. I think yeah. Um, but yeah apart from that I think that's a fair tier list maybe let's see what the comments say yeah we put in the players that have only had a significant amounts yeah. of minutes so that's included Orin Nyland who's had a whole match but yeah, um, yeah I don't think we've left anyone out if we have I'd feel distressed and disappointed however yeah let us know what you think up the cherries lovely this is Tommy Alphick and you're listening to Back of the Net 
Yeah, great stuff. Really enjoyed that. And uh, the pair at Parley can't recommend it enough for a nice beer in beautiful surroundings as well. So we had a number of categories. The Absolute Don, Baller, Solid Shift, Room for Improvement. Come on, really? And also hard to judge. Where will they be at the end of the season? Hmm, who knows? Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode of the pod. Next week's one, we're actually going to be talking about a game. That'd be nice, won't it? This has been Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. Richie.